No, we're live. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Manny Garavito, and I'm joined with Charles Camacho for uh, today's episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Today is what, the 19th? 19th. For uh, August. You know, that's one thing about like staying up so late, you forget the days. They all bleed together. Yeah. August 19th, 3 p.m.? What time did I show up? It's uh, 3. It's right, this show there. usually is supposed to be at 2 o'clock. I'm trying to make a habit of it. Good. How's my scheduling so far? I mean, first first time was my bad. Second time, your bad. Well, not really, because somebody canceled on me last minute. Well, the second time, your bad, because you came at 4 instead of 2. Oh, right. Yeah. Third and then time. today, 3 yeah. o'clock. So right yeah. in the middle, you know, between yeah. 2 and 4, 3 o'clock. We're making progress. All right, guys. So uh, today, since uh, our, guests, uh, our guests have canceled... I decided to get on board with Charles Camacho, which is uh, a media expert. He's full of gadgets. He also owns the Memory Factory Studio, which allows uh, this podcast to be uh, possible because he's got all the equipment. And today we're going to talk about like uh, media, how it's being used and uh, the kind of tools you can use to create quality media. So let's just jump right on board, man. So I've done a few uh, promo videos with you before. Yeah, that's then, how we met. Yeah. Yeah. You, you literally looked us up on uh, Google or whatever and was like, I need to put together some comedy videos to get people yeah, out. Yeah, and then you sent me an invoice and I'm like, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I stuck it to to Manny like the first three videos and he's like, why don't you come out to you know a show? And I was like, oh, this is really cool, you know? And then he he befriended me to use my services and it, it's worked out for both of us. I've, I've got to see a bunch of good comedy. And you also got some clients. Got a bunch of clients. Got good, good clients. Um, your work is actually pretty phenomenal, man. I'm actually surprised somebody like you is, has such a keen eye for media because I look at you, you're an alcoholic, obviously. <laughs> you don't look like you have any knowledge whatsoever in terms of media. Like he, his studio is like full of Street Fighter uh, movies. Media, baby. Those are uh, all media. Cartoons. He's got a, a, a Saget <laughs> shirt. <laughs> this guy, I don't know how the hell you're so good at what you do because the... The results that you create from the videos that I've seen, even photography itself, it's high quality stuff. I mean, you look like Heathcliff. Like this guy <laughs> doesn't look like he's savvy at all. Yeah, but you just, um, you've named so many versions of media that I, I in, input as a child, and it's why I think I have an eye for putting together at least stuff that people want. I, I you met me in a in a point in my life where I was like, kind of like giving up on being creative in general, just because clients like when you start working with clients. They don't want to creative. They just want the thing that they want, no extra frills. And that kind of like beats it out of you, like being creative. So like working with a comedian who's like, I need it funny. I need it punched up. I need it. I need super, super quick, you know, clip. And it made me think more about how to do something. So when I, when I saw your, your documentary crew, when they was doing all the lights, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. You know, I wouldn't have thought to think about it because clients are like, who gives a fuck about that? It's me. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's so funny you mentioned that, man, because as a marketer, a lot of people lose track of the fact that there's other people that mm-hmm. are looking at what you're doing and, and the clients are so like caught up within themselves or, or looking at their product or, yeah, or, or their business, especially like bar mitzvahs and stuff. They're like, I just want my fucking kid, you know, front and center. And their kid's 13. They're the most awkward point in their life. They don't want to be on camera. <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah, want to. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. dance. They're and you're like, missing out on all the fun that everybody else <laughs> is having the yeah. family itself. Exactly. Um, dude, that's so that's such a great uh, uh, way to get this started. So having a keen eye, you think that creativity can be in me- when you work in media, when you work with clients and media, it can be a curse because a lot of people, they desensitize you to the eye that you have. Yeah, it becomes like a fight 
with a client to make something a certain way. And that's why at a certain point, most people in media kind of give up and they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to make this money and not do. Yeah, there's bullshit. a little I, there's a little apathy in your eye. Like, like I, <laughs> I bet there was a glimmer at no, some and point. And when I see I like I met this uh, this dude, Jason Jones, he runs Fly Edits. Um, he he showed me a video that we shot the same footage. I threw him some of my footage and like what he put put out. I was like, oh, I remember wanting to do something like night like nice like that because he just started this year playing with drones with gimbals stuff like that and he was like super into it i was like they don't really want all that i I know what the client wants and they paid me he was just there for fun again like he was there for fun i got paid i gave them a i want to say subpar meteor mediocre product but i gave them exactly what they wanted he gave them something really cool and they're like oh can you change it and he's like no i did this for free i'm not changing anything (laughs) (laughs) so working with clients it 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 dumbs down a a potentially good Piece of it took a while. I want to say it took like a good five, six years before I was like, I'm just cookie cuttering. I'm just going to put it in, a, in an oven. And, it, it, and it gives you a lot more clients. Yeah. You get done with so much more work if you're not spending an extra seven hours making something snazzy when they just want the thing. Yeah. They don't want it snazzy. They yeah. don't care. Yeah. Whether you made it snazzy or not, they would have gave you the same, like, good job, Charles. Well, outside of, uh, is podcasting the only creative creative outlet that you have i'm feeling like this is making me like a rejuvenation of of wanting to do stuff so like when you do something for yourself you're like oh let me let me fiddle with this a little bit just to make it cooler or whatever do something like i never wanted to do you know play with social media in a way that i didn't think about yeah it's an invigorating like focus on something like you have to think about stuff that you didn't think about you were were gonna do anymore so uh, let's uh, plug in your podcast you have a podcast that you do here in your studio yeah yeah we we drink we review a fine But you don't have spirit. to be on the podcast to drink, because I've seen you like in uh, quiet oh, moments yeah, 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 just yeah. pouring it up. See, I am an alcoholic, but not like the type that beats his wife, you know, <laughs> like does like, you know, I'm just like, I like, in, I enjoy chill. drinking very all chill. the time. You're, you're very chill alcoholic. And I, I try not to get in trouble with it. And that, I think that's a good way to be. You look like you black out with a smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> now my, I'm, I'm at that age where like my body's like, all right, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. No, I don't do anything bad. I just go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, that's I, I get, remember. Those I get years. chastised for those uh, just for like oh I'm at the strip club and I fall asleep at the strip club at the strip club because I drink too out? much. Yeah, of course they kick you out. <laughs> but you know it's not like you that, know like, that get is, the hell. they're like oh look at this happy guy. That is the funniest example <laughs> that I've heard of an alcoholic <laughs> falling asleep at a strip club. Again, I'm not fighting with the bouncer. They're like, can you leave? I'm like, oh, you know what? My bad. I'm going. Yeah, and you throw a couple of dollars before you leave. <laughs> You know, just, just for good measure. Like, ah, here you go. I didn't forget about you guys. <laughs> I, oh, man. Like, the, the stories of, like, falling asleep places. Like, I've, I've been, like, I, I, at a certain point, you go from, like, staying up until, like, six. Like, wait, I want to chase the sun. I'm going to go on the beach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm so fucked up. I'm just going to get drunk and hang out to the next day. That shit is over. Like, you get, you get drunk at nine, you're, you're at bed by 11. Do you think crea- uh, creativity flows through alcohol? Are you one of those? No, I don't think so because I don't work when I drink. <laughs> I actually, I, I am an avid believer, at least from in my case, because I, I study a lot of like writers when I was younger. I loved writers, and uh, a lot of them would always mention like having a good stiff drink while you're writing. Fucking Stephen King's like, yeah, I blacked out and I woke up and I had Cujo written. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, so I think I think uh, alcohol. I, you know what? Has I'll, a I'll, to... I'll say that because at any any event that I do, especially weddings and shit, where open bars are going you go, on, you go hard. It's like two drink minimum. That's what I'm getting. It's the minimum amount of drinks I'm going to have. Minimum to do your work. Meaning you're gonna yeah, this, this... Oh, for sure. It's going to okay. be way more, especially if it's a good bar. 
Sometimes you go to these. Do you tell your clients in advance, like, look, man, if I'm going to go to your party, I'm going to have more than two I, drinks. No, I do ask them. I'm like, Guaranteed. oh, is there an open bar? Is it cool if I drink? And if it's like, ah, I'm like, oh, I think you should go with. Uh, you just raise the prices one on public. them. <laughs> like, look, it's, it's going to be $800. <laughs> but if I can't have a drink, we're going to have to bump it up to $1,200. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've only. And you, you go to certain uh, venues like uh, the Hilton or, or like, and like the staff is kind of weird with you. And you're like, look, motherfucker, this is what I, you know, you've seen other people here. We're all working. We all get to drink, right? Don't give us no shit like, oh, the, the vendors don't drink. Don't give me that because I'm a guest of the wedding taking pictures. <laughs> I'm celebrating. <Yeah. laughs> okay. I need to get in the spirit of things. Okay. So your podcast, uh, The Gentleman's Pod, how long have you been doing it? It's uh, The Gentleman's Agreement Podcast. What we do is uh, we'll break out a new bottle. We'll taste it. We'll tell you what we think of it. We're two amateur drinkers, so we're not telling you what the palate is and like, you know, what hazelnut springs forth to your nostrils and shit like that. We're two guys who like drinking, and we'll tell you, like, this is super expensive. This is only special occasions. This is, like, cheap and good. You, This is what you want to get. So that's what we do. In the, and then we just talk shit. We talk about pop culture. So, like, we, all, we like video games. We like comics. We like movies. So this, this for you is, like, a great way to put something out there that's different from everything you do. All right, so you actually have a lot of tools, and uh, let's start with mine. So I want to share with you guys some of the tools I use to do my own media and um, actually one of the things I hate about media creation on my end since it's very hands-on and manual mm-hmm. I hate editing I is, get it is editing do you find editing to be a burden for me I mean it's the main part of my my occupation is editing whether it be video audio you know just uh, visually editing people's photos to pick out what they're going to put into a montage and or you know, movie that they're making for an anniversary or, you know, just for their, we make uh, coffee table books here. So we have to organize stuff that way. So it's 90% of what I do. Everything else is kind of like ancillary to what I, what I have to put together to edit. So I, I, this is why I'm so into media is because I consume so much. So while I'm editing, I'm listening to stuff, whether it be, you know, audiobooks, podcasts, uh, videos that don't necessarily, you need the video for whatever the case is, if it's music, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I consume a lot of media in that. And editing to me becomes like second nature. I, I go pretty quickly because I know all the key commands and stuff. Some people are very like slow and they need to go and cut, you know, yeah, and move I'm, I'm it like around. That. So there's, there's shortcuts. There's ways <laughs> yeah, yeah. to like do things faster. I can edit without moving my hand, like without doing anything, just in, out. So drop, if, if you were in. to go to a venue, which you've done this for a red bar as well as the Blue Martini events, yeah, if yeah. you go to a venue and you record, how long, say an hour and a half? Yeah, yeah like a set, yeah. yeah an yeah. hour and a half, and you turn that into a minute, mm-hmm. how long would, is editing for, uh, for a minute video? Depend, depending on like what, like the client, which is you. On average. Yeah, yeah. so like if, if you wanted to highlight one dude or, or just like the, like all the stuff that we're doing, like for shooting, you know, the comedy plus running around getting stuff, I'd say like an hour takes about, you know, three hours to edit down to a minute. And that's three up. hours. Yeah, three hours. Bro, I hate that. <laughs> because you got to think about it. You have to watch all the footage. That's yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you're double t- speeding it, you're going to go back and be like, oh, it, no matter what, it ends up being an hour. So like I do a lot of dance shows. If a dance show is an hour, it usually takes about two and a half to three hours to edit just because it, even if I'm watching it at real time, I got to go you know, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, make all the audio the same. There's like little things that go in right at the end that take a little bit of time. And as far as like exporting to the right format. So like just that part would take about either double the time or a little bit less. 
Okay, so it, do you have the end result in mind while you're looking at the footage, or do you look at the footage and that develops the end result? So, so something like you, you gave me, a, you gave me a, a, a sort of a, a template to work off, like something that you wanted to to promote, to to promote the night, how how fun, how much fun people are having, the comics that are up there, the atmosphere of the bar. That becomes a little bit easier sometimes when it's like, a, you know, like a gala event where you just have to get. You know, people doing stuff at a gallery event, you're like, what, how much stuff do they need? And then it becomes like more of an editing process in your head. And then talking to the client, that takes a little longer. If you bring them in, they want to do re-edits of stuff. You've always been good about that. You're like, just just whatever. Just make it good. Like, yeah. I, you, I, you've never been like, cut something. I just like, I like this. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I realize that you're also the creator. I'm like, <laughs> whatever you make, I'm sure it's fine. It's better than anything I would create. Yeah. Uh, so here's some of the stuff I use. I'm very hands-on, and uh, I got a gimbal, which I didn't even bring because I hate being around the thing. <laughs> I'm going to start off with this gimbal that I don't have currently with me now called the Smooth Gimbal. I paid $179 for it. The promotions are amazing. Whoever's doing the marketing for Smooth Gimbal, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought it. I was like, you oh, it, it follows faces. It's got a trigger. It's got a telescope arm. The thing is is that these gimbals, they, they, they make it look simple. But like even back in the day, the old uh, glide cams, like the big joints that you put a vest on and the thing, they're like, yeah, this is a, if you put it on, you don't know how to use it. It's fucking not working. Right. So like you need to practice. No, with I it. think the smooth gimbal, <laughs> even while it's working, it's not working. It's, not good. it's horrible. <laughs> like it's like it's gonna follow you around while you're holding it out. And then like it, it, it reaches a point. I don't know if it's the battery life or the, the, the computer in Where it that keeps tilted. the balance. Yeah, it, it kinda just starts like ear, uh, going off to the side, like veering off. Mm-hmm. And then like you have to like reset it. And then when you try to reset it and aim it at you, it goes even further to that side and you have to like manually grab it and it's like I'm here. There's also a way where you push the trigger uh, twice, yeah, yeah. And, it and it'll recenter. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll move just a little millimeter <laughs> to the left. Like, no, you're here. No, you're no, I'm not. I'm right here. <laughs> I mean, I, I got. I would have to see it, but like, I I have a, a gimbal down here. All right, go ahead and start flexing on your gimbal. Look at this. This is the the first edition of the the Zion Crane, and you know, there's there's three axes on it. That's that's how many you need for a gimbal to work correctly, and you know, it's like left, right, up, down, and, and forward. So What's it, the name of this one? The Zayun Crane. It's a Chinese uh, company. It's, not, it's like Z-H-I-U-N Crane. It's China, crane. And, and it's good quality. It's absolutely. It's good. Like It, I, I, it took me a while to buy one of these things because, like I said, you, you use this in an event, I want to say, for maybe 10 minutes, and that's all the footage that you'll need because there's, no, like, there's no need to have this like, the whole time. It's annoying to, to use or whatever the case is. A lot of people like the footage, but you can't, like how you said, like things get tilted or like you're, you're moving around and they're in the wrong position and you can't this is specifically for like beauty shots slow motion like thing. you can't use this a lot like i know that people like to use it for action events like you know put it on them and they're, they're walking around but the amount of footage you're going to use from that is is minimal so like it took me a while to get this and this one had great reviews but when you wait so long i got chinese writing here on the side <laughs> yeah wow so so you, you, i waited so long that like when i got this one i got it on sale it was like you know less than uh less than 500 dollars, either 400 or 300 i forget it was a while ago but right after that the, the second version came out and you're like fuck that's probably why it was on sale <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me take a look at this all right so what what separates this from the uh smooth gimbal I mean, I don't know. I would have to see your smooth gimbal, but basically, I mean, it's not even put together. But it has a battery power, so that that helps you balance it. But you need to learn how to you need to learn how to balance it before anything. So it needs to stay pretty much, you know, steady before you get to it. 
Okay. And is, then when you turn it on, it, it everything, because then the motor is not working as hard to move it left and right because and, it's already balanced. I, I was told this by the people that work at DJI. I have a, I have a friend that works for uh, Drone Nerds. And he told me, like, it's all, it's all math. It's like, you know, physics and shit. Like, you just need to have counterweights if, you're, if your phone... I mean, you, you have a phone, so it should be simple. It should be set up for iPhones and Androids. How does this grip on the phone? Is there different grips for it? The, the, you, for a phone, you would need to... The, basically, a, a camera... Uh, this is for DSLR, basically. You put a, a camera on here, a video camera. You screw it down here, just like on the bottom of your camera. I'm sure there's an, an apparatus that you can bring a clamp for a phone, and it'd be the same thing. So you have to buy a separate apparatus for it. Yeah, to, to put All a right, phone so on Smooth there. Gimbal wins there. It's got a grip specifically <laughs> for what it's made yeah, for. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this one's made for... All of them, but you have to buy the separate adapter for exactly. it. Exactly. For any camera. Like, I could put your Nikon on there. Your Nikon would probably work good on here. My, my Mark IV is very heavy, so it, it becomes like a balancing act. Like, have to get it perfect. I could only use, like, a 40-millimeter lens on that one, which is, you know, okay wide, but not wide enough to, to make it useful for that okay so the next thing i have a a nikon d3300 which is it's like an entry-level camera right yeah is it this a, shit ran me four hundred dollars <laughs> that is that is as entry as it gets for D- the dslr game and i got the stock lens for it what what is this a dx vr 18 55 what is it, what are the millimeters for 18 to 55 millimeters so basically really wide to about how you see through your eyeball Okay. That's that's the, the the focal length of it. Okay. So this is a crappy, this is a crappy lens. The the no the millimeters are fine. It's just that the f stops on this one. So basically, you're looking at uh, what to say uh, three point five to five point six. So five point six is very it's dark. So unless you're out outside, this is going to be an issue at at night unless you have a flash. So the lower the aperture, the more light you let into the. Are right, again too technical? What's all that stuff? <laughs> The aperture is how big the eye of the of the lens is. So the reason why my my when we go take pictures with my camera, my aperture goes down to one point eight, okay, or one point two, depending on what lens I have. Which is you know nothing's in focus besides your nose, and then everything's out of focus. But you can take in as much light, and it, it looks the way that these you know the 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 bokken, like all the fuzziness behind you and in front of you, it looks cool, basically. So what's the, what's the lens that would do that? Anything low, low aperture. This is a low aperture. That is not a low aperture. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, got a this lens is, so you this can... is 3.5 to 5.6, which is the the amount of light that is getting let in. 5.6 is like daytime, like you like so you use a 5.6 unless you have a flash. If you have a flash, you make it what it is. But remember, the flash will make it look very uh, like paparazzi photos. You know, if you were to if you were to have a lower light lens, you can make the flash lower and bring in more more light with just the aperture. And it gets like the whole room looks kind of like moody, you know, like how in uh, the red bar, everything's very because that that neon sign, everything's neon a little bit. Right. Everything's like a red. Yeah. Like a tint. So like if you have the the aperture open and the flash, everybody's in focus in front of you. Plus, you have the room's ambient light still coming into your camera. All right. So this one right here is a Canon what? This is a the Canon 5D Mark IV. I, again, so what's the difference between this one this and that one? one? <laughs> what do you got to laugh when I ask um, that, you jerk? This one, <laughs> this is $3,500. Why is there a price difference? Um, it has dual pixel uh, what is focus. That? I mean, truthfully, it doesn't even, it, it's microns of, of like focus length, but it helps out like when you're doing an event where some things like you're just shooting a lot of and then you can go back and like fiddle with it or whatever the case is. But I mean, just overall, it's more of a... It's a jobber camera. Like, that does every type of event. It'll do, 
you know, weddings, bar, any type of events that way, plus sports, like it shoots fast, like the the amount of uh, shots per second is very, very quick. Does it have to be larger than a regular, like regular camera like this one? Yeah, it's just, the sensor's bigger, yeah. So like this is a full frame. This is probably uh, like a, a quarter, quarter frame. Okay. This is like a... Um, like those little, those little uh, mirrorless cameras. That's how small the frame is on there. There's a mirror right here. I know, I know. I know. I'm just saying that the sensor type is very small. It's like a micro four thirds or whatever. Okay, so this one full frame. So if like, I were to, if I were to, those lenses wouldn't fit, fit okay. on there, and my lenses wouldn't fit on. I mean, not despite the fact that this is a Canon, this is a Nikon. The lower, the lower option of this, which is like the 70, the lenses don't interchange because they're. So if I were to take a photo with this one, I, it would be a wider. Area you have, so like this one? you know how your thing says uh, eighteen to fifty five yeah that's not how much it is it's more like um, I think it's like twenty one I don't know it, it's it's not as large as it's supposed to be it's it's shorter so like it's not really fifty five it's probably forty nine because you you have a, a crop sensor your sensor's not seeing the entire image because it's a smaller this is a full frame so it, it gets everything. And when you get those other uh, those other cameras, like um, the One DX, like the, the the bigger the bigger the sensor, the more the image quality is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, what else? What's this lens here? This okay. Is, this is this is, this is for a, your Canon. I I, I brought this. Is, this, this looks is, like you you <laughs> you hunt submarines with this. Basically, this was a Kickstarter. Uh, it was a Kickstarter lens. It it's called the Petzval. So it's a it's a remodeled lens like from the 1800s. Basically, instead of like, you know how I was talking about aperture, uh-huh. the aperture is the, the amount of uh, light that's getting into your, to your, uh, your camera. If you look at the top there, you see that little ring, the little thing that's poking out, that little black thing? You. This one, right? Yeah. No, I'm saying, pull it. Yeah, pull it out. Oh, I see. It's, it's a lever. It's not a lever. This oh. is the aperture. So you see how it looks like a teardrop? Right. That makes like the bokeh, like the fuzziness in the background, look all, all like uh, teardrops. And there's stars in there. It just makes it look cool. It's like a weird, like instead of using uh, the way that. The, so would a photo have an obvious teardrop effect or a star effect if you were to it's, use it? It's fuzzy. So it, lo- it makes it, it gives it a weird uh, angle, uh, angle to it because this is a manual focus. So like this will focus the lens, but you see it going in and out. So this is manual. Everything's manual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like that, the aperture is manual, which is, that's not the case. So I have like a ring of all these. This one is one point. Let's see, one three nine. So it's like one point four. Okay. Yeah. Slide it in. Yeah. So and that like, gives it effect. So I said yours is three point five to five point six. Uh-huh. This takes in way more light. So it's an eighty millimeter lens, which is really tight. It's very it's very close up. And it gives you this it's so it's it's like for portraits and shit like that. Like wide angle, you can't really notice the the teardrop effect or the star effect or whichever, you know, little aperture I put in there. So it's okay. kinda cool, but I, I I did a Kickstarter when it first came out, I wanna say I'm like 2013 2014 it was before i even got this camera i was using it on an older camera but uh they they wriggly they they redid the the fittings to fit on nikons canons you could have you know kickstarted whichever one that you want and they've made other ones since so what's the they whole say, purpose of you purchasing this like what, what kind of it, it looked cool like i was like uh, <laughs> okay that's a was, great one <laughs> that's a great reason why how much and, was it this uh, the Kickstarter, I think it was less than three hundred dollars, and then when it came out, it was like five hundred dollars to buy it, like okay. whatever the case is. Basically, uh, this type of so photography is called like dollar equipment because it's cool. Lomography, yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys check out our uh, previous episode with Seabass about being financially aware. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the uh, next equipment. So I record. This is actually my favorite 
device that I owned. I didn't know they made a video camera. This, yeah, I, I, I didn't know until I, as soon as I found out that they did, I bought it because I had the H4N because I used to do previous podcast yeah, attempts yeah, yeah. that failed miserably. But uh, this is my favorite piece of equipment, and it's the Zoom uh, H, no, the Zoom Q8. And this is the high-end version of their video. Like, that's how motivated I was when I saw that they were making videos. So it's got the, uh, the uh, what do you call this, X, XY angle? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, microphones. the microphone yeah. so what it does is it gets everything like in a radius like that like like all that's got to be great for your uh your comedy room so you can get the laughter yeah, you get the laughs and the person up front Do you also plug in the mic from the board because yeah. that would be perfect if you can plug in the comedian directly with an h uh, with the yeah. xlr yeah and you can mix you can mix both the yeah, uh, yeah. comedian and the ambiance of the so room so how's the video quality is it like an action cam is it like a gopro the uh video quality yeah it's, i mean i've never used a gopro i have a gopro but i've never touched it it's just sitting there <laughs> like i want it in an you know what i buy in a raffle. i buy one every like five that they come out with or whatever the case is and i do use it for a little bit like family stuff we go to the pool beach and bullshit and then it just ends up in a in a, in a drawer why are they not they're not good again I, i'm not an action sports guy i'm not i i, oh, it always, I can't wait to start going on vacation and using that thing i want to like <laughs> jump off waterfalls and go bungee jumping the and thing all is, that is then when you get there you're like oh i ran out of battery fuck does it run out <laughs> easily yes. yeah damn it's so man. quick it's like it, it, it can record <laughs> eight need- hours of footage but only a one hour battery <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like you need to bring like seven battery packs with you and those things are not you know you have to bring expensive. seven battery packs like so all the accessories if, they if sell go- they should sell you like, like a, if, a belt yeah, full no, of absolutely. batteries so like if you're one of these assholes that go like climbing cliffs in the middle of nowhere by yourself like what do you, you have like 17 batteries with you yeah. Just, yeah and your life's in danger when you try to switch <laughs> it out it's like wait i gotta i gotta you're record right. this you let go of the cliff yeah, it's like oh, the the amount of weight matters in that situation. You may you may have too much weight on you because you have fucking an extra ten batteries of of GoPros. Wow! Just so you can watch yourself fall to the death. Uh, that's good. Yeah, at, <laughs> at least they have footage as to why it happened. There's no mystery. <laughs> so uh, the H no the uh, Q8 from a Zoom. I I use it to record. Uh, so, but it's just a fixed lens. It doesn't zoom in in there. Zoom it out? does zoom in, but it's very like manual. You got to like click it, and it'll go like uh, up okay. to five zoom zoom ins and five zoom outs. Okay. So it's, it's a very basic camera. It's got a fisheye effect to it, which also makes the video look cool, and it shoots in HD. I'm assuming this was meant for people that play music. Yeah, this is for bands. Okay, that's why. I don't know, but I it works. Just as good for comedy, and no, so yeah, yeah, I get this it. is one of the best investments I made in, in media. I should use it more than I usually do because I record a lot of uh, comedians, and when they kill mm-hmm. it, like I get like the one minute snippet and I try to turn it. But yeah, man, to find the clip and to edit it and to put the names and send it off for subtitles. You need and all an that. assistant, Manny. I was looking at. Let's get into that, man, because the you, fact you, that you mentioned you that is go to eerie. Like, you got to go to uh, just yesterday. Miami went, Dade and no, look I went for to like Upwork. A... Oh, okay, heard of okay. Upwork? I've heard, it's like an app. So I'm looking. I'm looking into automating Miami comedy. Like, I want to, like, detach myself from it so I can work on my next big thing. No, I'm still a comedian. Like, Miami comedy, the reason I had the vision... you were vision, saying that you wanted to pull back from being a comedian because you wanted to build the business. Dude, look, I'm in a, I'm in a standstill right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going back and forth. Uh, but in the beginning, I, I pulled back from being... Here's what I meant. In the beginning, I pulled back from being a comedian so I can grow Miami comedy. Mm-hmm. All right? I was more hands-on on production and marketing and writing copy and the media and all that okay. to kind of have a place where it's a foundation for people in Miami to go up and do comedy. Mm-hmm. It, it's already there, but I'm, I'm, it's come to the point where it's too hands-on. So as a solopreneur, what ends up happening is if you're not there, your business is over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm looking at options to how can I automate 
this uh, system that I've built so that I can then work on another thing because I've made a lot of uh, <laughs> real estate investments on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> I've purchased so many expensive Jesus URLs Christ. because of these ideas that I have. Manny's so, like, yeah, I have a highly a comedy. I have a so, Boca Raton comedy. Well, no, those redirect to, to tickets. So <laughs> I, if I have a show in Hialeah, it'll it. go to there. I get it. No, but that, that's, not, that's not a major idea. That's just a, a convenient way for people to buy tickets. In. Yeah, yeah. But these are domains that you have. I purchased MiamiCalendar.com, which is an amazing URL to have. So what I'll do is like I'm going to be like the kingpin <laughs> of all the events that are happening in Miami and like make it into one hub for people to go. I feel like you're, you you think it's like the early 90s and you're buying a ball. You're like, I have Fox 22. What do you know about <laughs> purchasing internet websites? No, you're right. That? I don't. I, it's just like Look, it seems like an old thing that people used to do. <laughs> it's it's online investments, man. And it's very affordable. Yeah, you know? yeah, uh, yeah, so MiamiCalendar.com is an idea that if you were to put action into it and build it up and make it into something people will be like hey i'm looking for something to do miamicalendar.com and then that how many people know how to spell calendar all right look you're being too (laughs) cynical right now and i'm not liking it at all another one i bought which for the people that are watching this i really shouldn't announce this because this is like a a, a secret project here we go but uh i purchased exclusive for for a lot of money i purchased comedycalendar.com and ComedyCalendar.com is going to be like Miami Comedy, but in a larger scale, like nationwide. That would be dope. That would be dope. But I got to figure out how can I do that. I need to start looking into developers. You got to invest in like elementary education so people learn how to spell calendar correctly ah, the first Jesus. time. <laughs> I'm also looking into finding people who are also producers uh, outside of uh, So it would be like a, a blog as well? Like maybe yeah, It'll be just like Miami Comedy, comedy shows. but for... But for everybody. Yeah, everybody. 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 And then I also purchased uh, MiamiTasteMakers.com. Okay. And that's where I want to get out of uh, comedy comedy, and start bringing in like DJs and bands and maybe other entrepreneurs that come up with really cool online systems to do a business and kind of like start uh, influencing different ways to... to You sound like an idea man. Like you're like... I'm uh, full of ideas, man. I'm like the Thomas Edison of URLs, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You're like John Hamm and fucking Mad Men. But the thing is, I'm just one guy. So that's where I'm very limited. So what does Um, Upwork do? So, okay, say, uh, and it was eerie that you mentioned it because just yesterday I was researching Upwork. What Upwork does is it finds you freelance people okay. that um, have different specialty, uh, talents and specialties and tools and all that. Just okay. like yourself. Like if you were to go on, on Upwork, you can put yourself as somebody that... I've heard something called like a pin, pin something. Like it's like a pin board, but for the internet. Or like if you're a caterer, the people, like bids just come into you. You have to pay like a certain amount of whatever it is. But it's like it's like a classified song. Yeah, I think Elance is another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Thumbtack. Thumbtack. That's what I it used is. to do. Thumbtack. I used to do okay, websites okay. for other people as a freelance. I mean, it's cool because it connects you to the client directly. Yeah, yeah. But what I didn't like about Thumbtack is that you have to pay like eight hundred dollars to that's send what your saying. resume. You have to pay. You have to pay money. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, all right, we're gonna connect you with this guy, but it's gonna cost you X amount of dollars. My, my like, boy. Well, what he, if they don't take it? My boy started his own uh, catering company, um, uh, Dade County Food Group. And uh, he got a bunch of business from it, but then they changed their pricing halfway through, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he like every he just flipped out. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" Like it went from like you know five dollars a post to like twenty five dollars. It was like something crazy where he's like, "I can't do this anymore." But he already had got so much clientele that he's he's good. Also, oh, he's he's gone successful. Oh yeah, yeah. he right, bought well, like a four hundred thousand dollar house. He's good. So I'm looking for virtual assistants. I'm looking for somebody that I can show them what I do in in a, a systematic way and okay. be like, I need this done by this deadline. And then, you know, you, when the deadline comes around, you research it, 
you make sure that everything's in order in the way you want it, and then you launch it, you know, and that'll free up like 20 hours in a week for me. And then I can invest that time into doing a brand new project. So you're not even you're not even going towards comedy again. Like you don't have the itch to do more comedy or like write more. I'm, I'm a comedian by heart, man. Okay. Um, stand up comedy for me is like a, a great art form. You know, when mm-hmm. I was a banker and I used to do stand up comedy at night, it was the only way I can get my creativity out there, like my thoughts and ideas and talking to people and all that. And that nightlife feeling it gives a good balance. But comedians in general aren't entrepreneurial like you are. Some of them are, are too jaded, and that's where the funny comes from. So the, <laughs> yeah. the, them being that jaded prevents them from like pursuing these things. Because like if, if you try to like motivate them to mm. do something, they kind of just like shit on it. Yeah, 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 I get it. So I, I like that. I like shitting on stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a, <laughs> you know, people are like that, you know. Um, I was like that too, but in order for me to accomplish the things I needed to accomplish, too, I kind of had to like shift away from that to, to, to aim for the bigger picture. Because like if you're you too jaded, it prevents you from seeing But you wouldn't want to go like try your luck in New York, do some... I would love to do that, man. But that was a dream I had many, many years ago because... Just never got up there? And I've done it. I mean, I've gone to New York a couple... Like, I go there almost once a year and I, I, I do the do mics the clubs, there. Yeah. And, yeah, I do the clubs. But to pursue that, I think it's like if you were to ever get to that level... It's like you won the lottery because you have to go through a lot of people to give you the okay yeah, 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 to get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time you get there, you're getting paid $25 to do 15 minutes. You know? yeah, I get and it. it's like, ah, do I really want to do that? There's, there's it's a young be, man's game. There's got to be a different way. You know? So uh, that's why I started looking into doing it my own way. And it's going well so far. And this is, again, my best year ever. But I, I need to start acting now for the, the new thing because if, but I, how would you I don't auto- want to stay stuck. How would you automate all your... your your club, club promotions like doesn't like you would get a freelancer yeah to come i mean you, like, you have to like be a little hands-on yeah but the the mundane tasks is what i want to look into and I none of the say. dudes that you've worked with like the people that are mcs for you are are taking up that Bro, what do we just say about comedians man? <laughs> comedians are the worst people to work with man. i guess uh, you just pay them they go up on stage they make people laugh that's they that's, that's, the that's, best thing they that's what comedians <laughs> are for done you know um but anyways, uh, going back to the equipment. So yeah, this is my favorite one. And uh, this can uh, be a really big game changer in terms of uh, coming up with footage because you just, it's like that oven, you know, you set it mm-hmm. and forget it. You put it on record. <laughs> with like, a, please, with a sixteen, With a 16 gigabytes on HD, this thing records like two hours and a half. 16 gigabytes? With 16 gigs. That's pretty good. HD and a half. Love this thing. Does it go to 4K or no? I think it does, man. I don't, I've 4K, never gone there. I, I would assume if if it's if you're able to shoot 4K, then you can zoom in and zoom out, and it won't be a big deal. Because no, the it, zoom in and out feature really stinks. Like it's not like it so. I'm, have I'm saying T and W thing on it. But if if you had um, shooting in 4K, the zooming in, zooming out, like how this little camera does. It's, oh, okay, so this is another piece of equipment that's a great <laughs> investment. The Mevo, yeah, yeah, yeah. that we're using here. Um, I used to do mornings with Manny with the Mevo. And I used to make it like a talk show kind of thing with a television screen. But I, I, I didn't like how impersonal it was. It was kind of like I was doing a PowerPoint. So I started just using my phone, which is something I need to update, by the way. It's a 6S. It still works, but it's already like the battery life is down in like 20 minutes. Like I would charge <laughs> I think, it up. But I think you just take it and they'll, they'll switch it out for you. The new iPhone is coming out like in September, they said. Is it so, a new one? Was yeah. It the X2? Yeah, something like X15? that. But when they announce it, I'll buy that one. I usually like to skip a good four phones. Yeah, okay. Really, you know, abuse the phone that I bought for $800,000. I, I don't even feel it anymore because it's like at and like, you want to pay $10 more a month? And, and you do you it get and the new switch one. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like, I like paying it all up front and like owning it. I get you. I like that feeling. I get you. You know? 
and I just do whatever I want with it. Because if I'm paying $10, $30 a month, it's like, I don't want to scratch it because if I try to turn it in, they're going to be like, oh, now it's worth I, I never turn them in. I always pay it off before it's over. What, so how does it work? Isn't it that you have to turn in the old phone in order for them to give you the new if one? You, if you don't pay it off. With all yeah. your nudes on it? <laughs> you know, with all your sex tapes and stuff? With all your personal information? Oh, nudes. I wish I grew up in this area. It's like, hey, we got, uh, we got fingerprints for sale. Fingerprints for sale. This one belonged to Charles Camacho. We got Manny Garavito, ladies and gentlemen. Manny Garavito here. <laughs> <laughs> the bidding is up at dollar fifty. I always, I always pay them off because it's not worth it, like to give it to them because it's still like a thousand dollar piece of material or whatever, and somebody will buy it from you. I just keep it usually for a backup if anything happens to my other phone. But I usually, I always have the insurance too, so like I could fucking lose this shit and they just give me a new one. Why has no one pulled the fucking scheme off of that? No, I'm sure people do. All you the just time. buy a phone. It's like how much? How much is it at, what, for one the of insurance? Twelve fifty, which is like which that? is funny because one of my one of my clients, he he does like Amazon products. Homeboy is fucking, he's like, he's like 17 businesses. Like, he's like one of these South American dudes that just does fucking everything. He, uh, he told me, he's like, there's so many ways to scam Amazon. So you just order something, say you never got it. I was like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. And they just write it off. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? For sure. People were like buying, and he said like people would start Amazon businesses right before Christmas. So they'll get like a bunch of shit and then they'll just never send out the products. It's like another way to scam Amazon. Yeah, Amazon takes but care Amazon of it. But Amazon will crack down on that, obviously. It's insane. He's like, people get away with it three and four times, and then they're out, and they make yeah, like $80,000. Yeah. It's insane. Like, I was out. like, what? Well, I mean, Amazon really is making a killing out there, man. Yeah, yeah. They're making a lot of dough. Isn't it like the most... We shouldn't feel bad for people scamming Amazon, is what we're saying. No, not that either. <laughs> it's just to write off $80,000, it's like, ah, get out of here. Balling. Um, so yeah, I think the Mevo is a great investment. Dope. I think for I've, podcasting it's again, great. like I've I've been looking for a streaming device because I want to make this open to people that want to stream. This seems like a good low rent idea to do it. I do want to try the Sling Studio. There's an option to rent it from a company for 200 bucks, and it brings all the little snazzy things. So I'll test that out because I think with the the Studio Pro, it gives you like options to put titles up and shit, like you know, like a regular news broadcast and stuff. Right. And I've seen people use it for. <laughs> You know, sporting events, and, and you can put a, the, and the church, the name placeholder underneath. A yeah, speaker yeah, that's or something. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, get that, man. Your studio would kill it with that. Yeah, it's like for the whole package because I'll, I was I'll looking pitch at in. It. I'll give you twenty bucks. I got twenty dollars <laughs> in my pocket right now. Like I said, we could rent it for two hundred and five dollars. Oh, I used to have twenty dollars in my pocket. <laughs> I would have it too. <laughs> we could rent it for I think a week for two hundred bucks, and but the whole thing, like all the things Look, that they here's would rent 20 you, twenty bucks towards the Sling Studio. All right, go ahead and <laughs> there's my investment, my contribution. <laughs> Get the Slink Studio, but dude, everything let's do together that. is like I think it's like two thousand, like two thousand five hundred uh, bucks. Mind, right. <laughs> all the stuff together, like all the things that you need to make it run, like how I'm gonna rent it first. I like, want to think so. Like maybe if you do get Jim Florentine over here, that'd be like I'll rent it for that week. And we can we, do some shit. we probably need to do it on Wednesday. Can you do it Wednesday? Fuck can yeah! All right, let's do that. Jim Florentine, I, I gotta text him first before I say that we yeah, can do yeah, that. Yeah. I just listened to him on uh, Chrysler. His book came out. I'm gonna read his book. So if I meet Jim him, Jim like, hey, your book. Wednesday, September 19th, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, at the Craftsman. Go to uh, BrickleComedy.com to see the info. Thanks for the plug, man. Um, so the Mevo, Mevo is a great investment. The uh, Zoom Q8. What, well, else, me, what do you got for video? Oh uh, yeah, well I, I got the, the handy. Oh my god. DJI Phantom Four Pro. This is that is that a GoPro? No, it's uh, its own DJI camera. They stopped. They stopped uh, teaming up with uh, other cameras because uh, they they were able to make their their money this way. They, I'm, I'm telling you, the guys at Drone Nerds told me they go through so many of these cameras because people fuck them up all the time. They're like flying in the air and you know, they hit you. I've lost like two of them too. 
with these cameras, they're like $300 each. And, you know, China's fucking just turning them out. This is a Chinese company too, DJI. And uh, battery life is great. It's like you get like 25 to 30 minutes of fly time for each battery that you have. Um, the package I bought came with two extra batteries and then I just had another one. So this shit's great. This shit's good. It's actually very lightweight. Shoots 4K, 60 frames a second, which is by far like the best, you know, stock video you're going to get. You can make it slow motion. You can zoom in to 1080. Is this what you use to do the, uh, the skyline of Rickle for, do you need to take like courses to pilot this? There, there are, you're, you're supposed to be licensed by the FFA, uh, FAA, but, um, nobody in Miami does it. So it's not a big deal. And I've met people that do have the pilot's license and they just know that it's, it's not a big deal. It's just a plus on your resume or whatever. Drones for me are very creepy. I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Tell me why. You you could put a weapon on this thing and anonymously (laughs) kill people. That's that's yeah, insane. Did, did you see that video from Venezuela? No, I saw Terminator where like the flying <laughs> things had the guns on it, and they were like <laughs> no, shooting people in the beginning of the movie. You didn't see like Maduro? Yeah, like, somebody like, assassinated. had a C4 on it, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and it was like a firecracker. This shit is a toy. Like, yeah, it makes me money. I could do real estate videos with it, do stuff like that. But this shit is a toy. Do not like, do not buy one thinking that you're going to become the next fucking Scorsese or whatever. This shit will crash into something. It might be your fault. It might be the machine's fault. But you're gonna lose it. So this fifteen hundred dollars is gonna go out the door. Have you, you lost one before? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've lost two. That I've, at fifteen hundred dollars. The first one I bought was like uh, uh, like a thousand bucks, and it fucking I, I was flying it on on Bal- uh, not Bal- like, Harbor. Um, man, that sucks. Golden bro. Beach. Yeah, it did. But I had made the money back, so it didn't hurt that much. Like when I lost it, I was like, "Fuck!" I but. will never buy a drone, man. <laughs> Ever, there's although a, although I was little joints though that are cheaper, you know. Although I was considering when it comes to uh, drones, I wanted I looked into uh, these people that they they race drones and yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they put on like these, my these homeboy, goggles. My homeboy that works at Drone Nerds, that's how he got into the making and that shit looks dope, man. He's, he's a mechanic for drones, like he fixes them himself. So like that's why like I'm I'm always good with him because like he'll always fix anything that's bullshit with me. But he does the things where you put goggles on and you see through the drone and you fly like through the rings and shit. What, what, what time are we in? Can you look at the time? We are 45. All right. So, yeah, let's not get too deep into it. But I think drone racing, I think to put on those goggles and, like, flying it into, like, you can all do the that obstacles with these. and doing all You can that. do that with these. You just got to buy that the That looks device. like it, it won't even go as fast as the other ones. Oh, wait, no, this shit has a sports mode. It goes pretty fast. I have the little one, too. I have the Mavic. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. they're usually that big? I thought they were a lot smaller. I have the Mavic that's, like, the that, that big. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does the adrenaline kick in? I never done it with the, gla- the glasses. I think like you would trick you yourself out. to feeling that adrenaline. I've heard. I mean, have you been to Disney World or fucking no. thing recently? No, they they have an avatar. They have a new avatar ride that people wait four hours for. I didn't for get to go ten, for a one minute ride. It is four oh. hours. Everybody says it's the best non roller coaster roller coaster they've ever been on. And what is it? You get on a it's log VR. It's a VR oh. roller coaster basically. Like uh, I mean, you ever been to Universal when they had the the Bart Simpson? I actually wrote it, yeah. Okay, so the Simpsons yeah. ride where, you know, you're in a Sucked. room. No, that shit's amazing. That you was like liked the, it? Are you kidding me? Oh, it is a feat of technology to be 3D without being goggles on. I hate amusement parks, man. I hate amusement parks because oh you pay God. so much money. Everybody wants your money in every corner. <laughs> and then you wait in line for a long time to get there and you realize... This fucking stinks, man. This you, is a one-minute ride that I waited an hour for. You got to put that out of your mind. You got to put that out of your mind. Oh, man. A lot of, no, but you know what? I know it's just me. I, we're far and few between that can see through the bullshit that isn't used to Because people go there, and they fucking love it, man. They're walking around with their fucking Harry Potter beers. Like, hey, we're 
a good time. And it's like, hey, no why? joke. That Harry Potter land is one of the most amazing. I'd rather of- be somewhere in the desert. <laughs> Looking at trees and natural beauty than to be somewhere to see like fucking dragons and Harry Potter rides and You're all that. Insane. Although I do want to check out the Star Wars place. I'm a Star oh, Wars fucking. When this Star Wars land opens up, yeah, ooh, that place. Looks I'm awesome. gonna hit fucking Orlando. I'm gonna go to L.A. I fucking go to Tokyo, wherever yeah, the Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, that I want to do. That yeah, I, yeah. I'll try it out. And I know I'm gonna be very. Upset oh, you know what? Speaking of which, is not that much money. You spend thirty bucks. It's kind of like a fifteen minute ride, but it's VR. It's called the uh, the Void. They have it in. I've heard of it. Downtown Disney. You can be a stormtrooper and infiltrate. Yeah, the fu- yeah, yeah. It is like I've never fucked with VR. Like I'm not a uh, I'm not up on that shit. But I put it on. Like I was. I, I can't even explain it. How how immersive it is. You can see your hands. Like you can see the people that you're on the ride with. You feel shot when it shoots you. It's you feel shot. Yeah, it's like a shock. Like when when, it, when you get shot. It's fucking insane. It's called The Void. I think it was called Shadows of the yeah, Empire or the future, something of the Empire. No, Shadows of the Empire, I know that. That's actually that's like a, a side story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read the book. It's really good. Yeah. All right, so you feel like you get shot. That's creepy. It, you, and it's remember, like, you don't need to go to a theme park for this. This is in downtown Disney, that little mall next I to I need Disney. to look into investing into VR comedy shows. You know, like you don't even have to leave your house. You just put on headphones and some goggles, <laughs> and then you see me performing, but I'm really like in my living room. You know, I think that's it's possible. I I'm mean, gonna look into that. I'm I mean, gonna be the first. It'd be one right next to your VR porn. See rig. Manny like, Garavito like, live VR in your headset. VR camboy. Yeah, Manny, <laughs> or like a Tupac hologram of me, and <laughs> you just turn it on. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. The fucking hologram. That'd be dope. Did you bring in another video, or is that the only one you have? Uh, no, everything. Oh, you know what? This is this is cool. Um, anybody who's looking for affordable gear that goes with any this video, does not look impressive at all. Whatever I mean, no, this is a slider. It's very, it's very simple. This thing goes back and forth, but for time lapses, for, for real estate shots, like of up close shit, it's cool. Cause like you don't have, it's a slider. It's like, uh, this thing moves from this side to this side. It's automated. There's an app for it. It's called Eldacrone. This is the slider one. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't slide. It's like, it's on the, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll turn on my thing. You, you can go left and right with this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. But yeah. It, but like when you see these Not shots, <laughs> okay, why, all right, what, what these are these are the by far the most affordable camera gear that you're gonna get. Eldercrone, so like they make giant sliders. Like going again, like these are for shots that like when you see a camera panning in with no motion, like it's just very smooth. That's this. That's a bigger version of this or a smaller version of this. So like the beginning of a House of Cards when you see like the pic, like the the time lapses of uh, Washington. Okay, that's made with something like this. Okay, yeah. So, so you this, need this to do a time lapse. You need a time lapse that moves. Yeah. If the time lapse is moving, yeah, you, you're on a slider. Okay. Unless you're you're moving the camera physically, and then you don't get that beautiful, like nice to do a time steady lapse, motion. To do a time lapse, it's got to be there for a long time. You can do a, a still time lapse, but if you want it to to like move move around, so like this this wire goes directly to your camera, and it'll make it snap pictures every certain amount of seconds, depending on how how long you want it to go, like okay. how long your time lapse is. Okay. So I've done. Multiple jobs where I need to do a time lapse of like you know someone building a, a, a utility con- container or whatever the case is for a big company, and this was great to use Eldacrone. All right, um, do you need to use this for time lapse? You don't need to use that for time lapse, but if you want a motion time lapse, like if you want it the if you want the camera to move while you're taking pictures, without how you much ha- is, and how much is this man? That one was like two hundred dollars. It's not it's not expensive. It's very it's very inexpensive. Is it useful for anything else other than time lapse? For for sliding for for sliders. You could just, look, man. The reason why I'm so confused about this thing is because I feel like if I wanted to slide something, I mm-hmm. could just do this. 
it's not going to look that good. Trust me. And besides, look, look where you are. That that can go on the top of a tripod. That can be put anywhere. See, that goes to show you how inexperienced <laughs> I am. <laughs> that 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 can be put on multiple things, and like the I'd show you some some time lapses, or maybe I'll, I'll I've give seen it to time you. lapses before. No, no, no. But I'll, I'll show you some. Maybe All right, that. I, I know a couple of things on time lapses. <laughs> no, I've like, seen documentaries. But like, if if there's an item in front with this like this short amount of speed, it, it looks cool. Okay. Anything else? Um, this looks like a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a bunch of shit, but uh, we're, I mean, we're recording on a, on a H, H6. Oh, yes. That's actually a great piece of equipment. I need to buy this, man. H6 Zoom. I have the H4. You yeah, can't even yeah. move it. Yeah, try not to move it. Yeah, I mean, you can point the camera at it if you want. No, we got to be professional. <laughs> All right, so the H4. H6. I got the H4N, which what it does is it's, yeah. it's got the microphone that goes like this, and you can use it yeah. like that. And it, great, it, has, it, gets it has two inputs, right? Great audio. This one has, can go up to six inputs. Six inputs. So you could do this is made for podcasting. Or, it's I think mainly they use it for uh, movie sets and places where you need to record sound just like off the off the beaten path or whatever the which case of is. Of course, it's a bottle of alcohol right next to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like uh, it's it's probably one of the best recorders I've ever seen. Like you can control everybody's levels independently, which is great. If you're if you know you want to tune someone out or if you, you can even do on. the record like a jam session with that. Fuck thing. yeah yeah yeah. Like That's if you so had cool. different instruments plugged into it, like yeah. where, or the microphones would be placed where. Yeah, I think mainly it's for music. How, how much is that? That's like a good six hundred, right? It was like I think yeah, it was like like close to five hundred bucks, either for something or or five something. I don't remember. Oh, that's a great piece. So I think with that one we should close it out. Get get Zoom equipment, guys, for media. Yeah, Zoom has only thing. been getting better. Only getting better every time I, I I see their devices and they step it up a little bit. They do a great job. Uh, I think I should like join an Amazon affiliate for this uh, this episode. Fuck yeah! Kind of, like saw all this equipment. You get one of those little uh, banners up on top of Miami Comedy when they click through. You get a little piece for yourself. All right, guys. So uh, let's close it out there. Uh, don't forget to check out Memory Factory Studios uh, with um, Charles Camacho here. He's a very uh, talented guy. He'll restore old footage, old photos. And if you need to uh, record stuff for your product, your business, or service. Yeah. If you want to do your own podcast, I have everything that here too. for you to do your own podcast. Uh, you're trying the to rates stream, are very good. Yeah, yeah. 25 bucks an hour. You just come here. It's by the Falls, very near uh, in Miami. I mean, the Falls is still Miami, right? Yeah. yeah. Or is it Homestead? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty far. It's pretty far <laughs> south, man. Uh, and uh, all right. So Jim Florentine is coming uh, September 19th, Wednesday. We have uh, a show tonight, right? We have a show tonight, as, as a matter of fact. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, man. I saw you. The Corner Comedy Night is a once-a-month Sunday show. We're slowly growing towards uh, making it a weekly Sunday night show. The last event we did there was amazing. Are you coming? I'll try. All right, so look, it's going to be at <laughs> 9 o'clock. You go to miamicomedy.com slash corner RSVP uh, because uh, they're going to be giving out a complimentary sponsored drink by a uh, few gin. And uh, that place looks like a comedy club, man. Very limited seating, so make sure you arrive early. And as always, check out MiamiComedy.com to see all the upcoming shows because we have some great events coming up. Where is up. it in? Brickle? We're in Brickle. We're in Miami Beach. We're in no, Wynwood. We're in downtown Miami. We're killing it, man. We're, put, we're getting out there. You <laughs> the know? thing tonight, where is it? In downtown Miami. Downtown, okay. You've never yeah. been to the corner? I feel like It's the like name... one of the most prestigious dive bars in, oh, okay, in okay. Miami, man. But it's, it, like, you, it's set up like a comedy club, though? The way they have like a little stage that they set up at the back of the room. Oh, uh, okay, and, cool. And there's like uh, wooden uh, like flaps for the window, so uh, that's like the background when a comedian. And there's seats and tables and a main bar at the back, dope. as well as uh, some tables on the side. So when you're when you're performing and you look out there, it's, it's got like this rustic wooden antique feel to it, and all the drinks that they make there are really high end. That's up your alley, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it just feels like a like a little gem of a comedy club. Is it by space? Yeah, it's right across the street from All space. All right, that's it's next to eleven. Yeah, yeah, right yeah across yeah, the street yeah. from Club Eleven. Right. It stays open until like ten a.m. So you can go there, have a drink what? at eight a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember living living close. that life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to do that too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably never backslide to that life again. But hey. Uh, you, you never tell, know. You can tell you me. You never about know. You have time. You have time, it. Manny. Don't worry about it. All right, guys. We do this show every single Sunday. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.